Why, hello there, you gorgeous little mama you. And if you're not a mama, hi, gorgeous you. Welcome to the show. Today, I am chatting with the gals from the Luscious Hustle podcast. This is actually an interview that I did on their show, and I thought it was so important for you to hear that I asked them to send me the recording. And so now, welcome to episode 88 of my show, where we are going to be digging into super juicy stuff like the truth about MLMs, network marketing, direct selling, talking about what the heck passive income even is, and then how we feel about growing and scaling an online brand, like what is actually working, the strategies that can create a sustainable business for you. And I think I know all of you need this episode. What's up, Mama Boss? Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. I'm Stephanie Gass, success strategist and passive income queen creator. If you're ready to step into your God-led potential, create profit from your passions, and capture the success that is already yours, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more and connect with me over at stephaniegass.com. So grab that cup of coffee or fill up that glass of wine and let's dig into today's show. Did you know that podcasting has helped both me and the Luscious Hustle ladies scale like in a massive way financially? Why? Because when you have a podcast, you are creating a platform where you can pour into your ideal customer client or avatar and serve her at your highest capacity, right? Like, And when you pour out solutions and service, abundance flows tenfold. It always comes full circle when you show up with a servant heart. So if you've been searching for a way to just show up as your genuine self and not do your makeup and hair, I want you to think about starting a podcast as your organic growth funnel. That's right. My podcast is the number one way I funnel people into my list and where most of my sales come from and most of my clients hire me straight from this podcast, believe it or not. I want you to head over to podcastprouniversity.com. Step one, take my quiz. Is podcasting right for you? Step two, watch my absolutely free no strings attached webinar, 10 steps to starting a podcast. Start there. It may or may not be for you, but hey, you don't know unless you try. And step three, if and when you're ready, join Podcast Pro University. We have so many women in there killing it, launching podcasts, scaling their businesses, and learning how to grow an organic sales funnel using podcasting. Podcastprouniversity.com. Welcome back to the Luscious Hustle podcast. Laura and I are so excited to be diving into this conversation today and introducing you to Stephanie Gass. So Steph is a business coach who helps mompreneurs create passive income businesses that light them up. She is fueled by Jesus, iced coffee, and toddler snuggles, and she is both an exceptional mama and an extremely successful entrepreneur. Steph's calling is to empower women to help them claim their best lives by working less yet making more. So Steph, Tell us a little bit more about the business coaching that you do. So I'm actually a podcasting and passive income coach. So I help women uncover their God-led calling is what I call it, or like your sole purpose on this earth. I help them figure out what is that. And then I help them scale a platform that can feed that brand through podcasting, through course creation, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So that's kind of what I do. I know that's crazy. Get into like titles. Like yeah, no, the title thing is crazy in the online space. And I'm I'm just looking at your bio, and it says you help mompreneurs create passive income businesses that light them up. And I really love that. And I'm excited to dive into that side of the conversation with you today. But first of all, just welcome to the podcast. We're so excited to have you here. Well, thank you. Thanks, ladies, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, awesome. Well, let's. Okay, I always like diving in to, you know, this question first, give us a rundown of the where, when, how did the entrepreneurial bug bite you? Yes. This is always a fun one, right? I was working 60 plus hours in corporate. Like so many people, I grew up with stability, Stephanie, you get the job, you get the degree. And like, it's just (laughs) the way my parents grew up. And so 
I went to school, master's in accounting and finance, ended up as the youngest corporate controller in the solar company by the age of 26. I mean, I'm going to Spain and Germany and jet setting, and it was fine at the time because it was just me, myself, and I, you know, I'm like, I can hang in this cubicle all day, like climb that corporate ladder. And then I got married. You know how that goes, ladies. And you're going, ooh, wait, do I want to work this much? I don't know. Like, I think that maybe there's a different path for me. Interestingly, and I think now looking back, it was divine intervention. The company went out of business. We closed down the plant here where I live. And my mom at literally the same time, like within two mo- a two month window comes to me and goes, I just joined this network marketing thing. Like, would you want to try it with me? Would you want to do this? And network marketing at the time, MLM, direct selling, whatever you want to call it. It wasn't really big at the time. This was seven years ago. Nobody was doing it in my area. I didn't have any ideas even what it meant. I'm like, well, sure. I see that chick in that promo video on her flamingo in the pool with her mimosa. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> sign me up for that story. Like, okay. <laughs> So I went ahead and like so many got into entrepreneurship through network marketing. And I am insane. Like when you give me a goal, I just don't understand that there's an op- there's an option to not achieve it. I'm like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Like I saw the girl on the flamingo, like that's who I am. I'm going to become her. So I just go insane. And I'm like for two years, just hustling crazy town. I mean, I am spamming social media. I'm like at every networking event in the entire world. I am just like, there's no other way but to make it. So within two years, I did it, quote unquote, right? I got the success. I had the $17,000 months. I had the big $50,000 check and I walked the stage in front of 20,000 people in the cars and like all of that. And that was my first taste of, oh, wow, I guess validation means success. It equals money. It equals recognition because this all feels really good. And so that was my first taste. And I can keep going if you want, because I, it went crumbling from there. And there were so many hard but invaluable lessons that I learned from that first journey in entrepreneurship. Okay, well, this is Let's really good. Let's, let's crack <laughs> yeah. this one open. Okay. Because uh, like you, my I like to refer to it as my gateway drug. My uh-huh. gateway drug to entrepreneurship was network marketing. And you know what? It's funny. Like you, I, I felt the same way. I was, I signed up and I was like, well, I'm going to be successful. <laughs> Obviously like that's not like quitting was not an option. Failure was not an option. I, I just got bit by the bug real quick. Um, but I, I, I find it so interesting and I'd love to hear more of this story. Like you hustled hard, rose quickly, you know, and then things started crumbling. And it's interesting because my experience was I hustled really hard for two years And then literally the day that I hit like a big milestone, like rank advancement, um, I, I had been looking forward to arriving at that moment for so long. Yeah. And then I arrived at that moment. I remember sitting there and I was like, Oh, I, I feel kind of empty right now. (laughs) This is not what I thought it was going to be. Like I, I had envisioned this, like, you know, fireworks going off in my body sort of thing. And there were no fireworks. I was just like, huh, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm actually really tired. I'm a generator. That's my human design. I'm meant to hustle and work. And so what's going on here? Oh my gosh. So you know what it is? I think looking back and I work with so many top network marketers that are going, Stephanie, like Lord help me create a different (laughs) brand because I can't continue at this pace. What it is, I think is the industry, they tout that if you work hard enough and you know, hustle harder and go for now and ah, like be insane that eventually you're going to just get to sit back and the residuals are going to flow in and it's so stable. And there are pieces of the business that are residual. And I'm not saying network marketing is bad as an affiliate to whatever you're doing. But -hmm. what I believe is that when you build something that's not yours, the, in like the success of, of what that's going to become is not in your hands, right? You are building someone else's dream as a network marketer. It is not yours, period. You are making a commission. And that may sound harsh to those of you that are, you know, like I was at that time. I believed so fiercely in the company and I thought there was no way that I could it could ever crumble. And here's what happened. And I think what happened for you too, it's that 
you're working so hard for this dream, this this facade of happiness. Oh, success equals happiness. That lady that tells her story up there about how she changed her life, that's happiness. And so you're you're chasing someone else's dream life instead of your own. And I went out there and I worked so dang hard and then came to realize the company went through a reorg. Things started to get shaky. People were going, oh, but there's all these new companies out. I'm gonna just going to jump and try this one. And maybe if I'm quick <laughs> like Steph, I'll rise to the top over there. There was no loyalty. And I was working harder to maintain, to keep put people in faster than they were falling out. And I'm like, what am I doing? This morally doesn't feel right. I'm selling a dream that I myself am not living. I am not even living. Yeah. I, I'm like seeing girls get the car bonuses and then literally get them repoed because they, they lose the bonus and they can't pay for it. I'm like, something is wrong. I can't keep doing this, but I didn't know what else to do because my entire identity was that. And I'm like, everyone's going to look at me and laugh. Oh, she failed. I knew she wouldn't make it. I knew she, you know, all of those feelings of worthlessness when your identity is shaken, that happened to me. And here was the darkest moment, but the beginning of the light, it was, sitting down to do the budget. This was about four years into the, into the business. The income had gone into a third and you know, we had raised our elevated our lifestyle and here we are. And I'm like, Oh snap, like, babe, we can't pay the bills. We don't have any Mm. money left. And he, he's like, well, what's in Miles' savings account? Who was our two and a half year old son? I'm like three grand. And he's like, take it out. Like, you're going to have to use miles income. And I'm like, or his, his savings account. And that to me was like, oh, like this is rock bottom. Mm. What was all of that for? What was it for? The 60 hour weeks, the event after event after event, the headpiece attached to my face, running away from my kid to take the three-way call. Like what was that for when I'm borrowing money from my two and a half year old son? Like it was crushing. And I go to the mirror I don't recognize myself. I'm 60 pounds overweight. I'm having debilitating anxiety attacks because I feel lost. I don't know who I am. Like it was just a life crisis, <laughs> like truly the darkest. And I don't know, like, I'm curious to hear if you had a moment like that with your industry, like, did you just let it go? Or are you still with the company? Like well, you made, okay. Well, I, first of all, I, I'm like literally take notes. because There's so many things I want to say about this. <laughs> I, what you're talking about, like the, the identity crisis, I, with our students, I call that like drinking the Kool-Aid. Like you drank the network marketing Kool-Aid and then you sort of wake up from this drunken state and you're like, uh, oh my God, what am I, what, what's, who am I, what am I doing here? What's, what's happening? Um, I definitely had that moment. I definitely had the moment of trying to juggle being, having a little baby at home Mm -hmm. and being like, Hey, mommy's got to do a call. So like, you know, and trying to entertain and run away and do a call and back and forth. Um, and uh, yeah, everything that you're saying is, it's so profound. It's just so it's so profound. And what I, you know, to answer your question though, we both Betsy and I do network marketing. Like I'm still with my original company, um, which that's actually how Betsy and I originally connected. So she's with that as well. And with another company, but you're right. We use it exactly like affiliate marketing. Yes. Like I built the team, I did the thing. And then now it's just like, no, I, I want people I see now how network marketing was such a gift for me because it absolutely open a gateway. Um, and there's some really great things about network marketing. I'm never going to shit on it. Like that's not absolutely. what I'm meant to do, but it's not being done well by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so I think you're right. Like I can see how seven years ago, it was a very different climate on social media with network marketing and things have really shifted. And I think having a personal brand and building something that is yours is so essential And that's really what, when I had my like little like aha moment of like, oh my God, I, I thought I was arriving and I, (laughs) it it doesn't feel like it's supposed to feel right now. Right. That when, you know, like Betsy and I had just started the podcast then we really doubled down on like, no, we're building our own thing and we still love our network marketing, but we treat them like product partners. We treat them as affiliates. And I think that's a really healthy relationship to have with it. I agree. And for those of you in network marketing, that is okay. Like, I think that's a beautiful thing. It's good. It's great. It's teaching you personal development. There's so many amazing lessons. I would never be where I am today if I hadn't have had that experience. It was my first, you know, oh, wow, public speaking and mentorship and leadership and event planning. And like, there were so many facets to it that 
they were invaluable to me as an entrepreneur today. But, but, you know, and I wouldn't have changed anything really. I wouldn't have, even though it was so hard when it came crashing down, that was a moment for me spiritually that I was realigned. It was, okay, Steph, I've now given you all these tastes of the things that you were meant for, but this isn't the vehicle for it. Mm -hmm. And so that's when it was like, okay, this realigning moment. And now like I've come to love when I have these hard moments or I feel like, you know, an imposter syndrome comes in or like this, um, you know, a season of like low income or something. I go, oh yes. Like I am so pumped because any moment that's hard means breakthrough. And it's like, it's shown up over and over again in the last seven years where I'm like ready and waiting anticipation. Like, yes. Like, you know, for me, I'm like, Lord, show me what's next. I'm excited when things get hard because it's a lesson. So I was, you know, realigned and I had to go through like a year of Stephanie, get your crap together. Your, my mindset was a mess. I needed therapy. I had to get my health back in order. My house was messy, right? I'm like, let me fix my house before I can go into your house and like help anyone. So I focused on me and it was really hard to like let that identity go of who I was. And I said, who do I want to be? So over that year, I took a lot of time. And I think for those of you in this space right now, feeling like I'm kind of unhappy or there's this hole or there's this thing I need and I don't know what it is. Paint a picture of who do you want to be? Who's the woman that you want to become a year and five years from now? Who is she? What is she doing? How much time is she spending spiritually on her business, with her children, on herself? And I painted this picture of this woman I wanted to be. I wanted to be so like gangster spiritual. I wanted to like, okay, I'm going to stop hiding. For me, I'm a Christian. And I, I was like, I need to stop hiding that because I was hiding that thinking I can't talk about this and you know, female empowerment, because I'm going to, I'm going to lose people. I'm going to repel them. I'm like, that's what I want to do though. And I want to be at my best physical place I've ever been. I want to be so fit and healthy. I want to love food again. I want to spend intentional time with my children. I want to build a real passive income business. That's actually, you know, passive. That's not, I'm telling you it's passive, but you're going to really work still 40, 50, 60 hours a week. I wanted something that was like four hours a day. So I painted this picture of this woman. I didn't know any of the house. I didn't know. I'm like, I have no idea how any of that's going to come true. But I just opened my heart to it. And I just kept praying on it. You know, show me what's next. Show me the how. Lead me. And I started to just show up in this demographic, this like Christian mompreneur little space. And it was messy. At first I was like, you know, doing a blog. And then I, that was like a hot mess. And then I'm doing a YouTube channel and I'm all fancy. And my kid comes in and throws like a poopy diaper across the room. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> like, I don't think this is my platform, you know, then I'm going in and doing live video, but it was sporadic. And then finally it was like, oh, it's podcasting. Like I can show up my authentic me. I got rid of all the Instagram filters. I'm like, I'm just going to be raw Stephanie. Take me or leave me. Like I'm, I'm just done. Fake is no longer a part of my vocabulary. I'm not molding myself to be like anyone else. I'm going to become that woman who I really want. And when I did that and I shed all of the, all of the fake, when I shed, you know, the costumes of what I thought people wanted to see, that's when it exploded. That's when people were going, Hey Steph, you know, do you do coaching? Hey, I want to work with you. Can I, can we hire you for consulting? And all these miracles started to just flood my life because I was open to my ultimate calling, I think. And I stopped blocking the how, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that so much. And just thank you for sharing your story so openly and honestly, because one of the things that we wanted when we started our podcast was to open people's eyes to like what goes on behind the scenes that it's not mm -hmm. always insta perfect and that there no. are struggles and that you have to have those breakthroughs and you're not alone so I appreciate the story that you're sharing today because it's like you know there's this illusion that when we go into entrepreneurship it's going to be easy like it's just it's mm -hmm. all going to fall into place and that's not necessarily what happens so I'm just incredibly grateful for your story, but I really wanted to dive into, and I, what I love and what resonates so much, and I know with our audience as well, is like you saying, I let go of the how, because yeah. so many women, and I think network marketing 
also, I mean, it's funny because I went into network marketing as an affiliate. Like I never wanted to build it. I kept saying to Laura, I don't want to build a team. I don't want to build a downline. Like I have a health coaching practice. This is just going to support me and my business. Like I need to give them the right probiotic. Here we go. Sure. And I wanted to make money off it. So for me, my network marketing experience is like completely different. But what I did get sucked into was the community and the development side of it. And looking back on that, um, they gave us the how, but it was like not my how. And so mm-hmm. to learn how to release their how and get clear on like, what's my why? Why am I doing this? Because once I connected back into my why, I was like, oh yeah, okay, this makes sense. I don't actually want to be doing what you're talking about. <laughs> I want to be over here. <laughs> and thank God my upline was Laura because she was like, okay, I'll go with you. <laughs> yeah, I'll just do it your way because that way is way cooler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so my question for you is, um, you know, you talk about passive income and I really want to dig into this because I remember when I signed up with network marketing, I was like, oh, it's just going to be passive income. It's just going to like magically show up in my account every week. I don't know. I, I really, even as an affiliate, I was like passive incomes, passive. You get stuck on that word passive. And I recently watched a video on Instagram, um, Gary Vee, he did this IGTV where he's basically challenging all of us to think about like, what is passive income? Like, why right. is, what is your desire for it? And the delusion is that you're not actually going to have to work for it. It's just your golden ticket to success. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would love to, because you teach women how to create passive income, I would love to know how do you define passive income? Because you said you went from working like 60 hours a week for quote unquote passive income to mm-hmm. four hours you know, a day or four hours a week. I can't remember which one you said. But like, and how, do, how does one shift into that mindset of like, this is doable. There is a way mm-hmm. to create passive income for me so I can stay home sure. and live my best life with my kids. For sure. And, and I love this question so much because I think it gets confusing because everybody out there is touting work from home, right? Residual passive, like all of these ideas of like work, you know, work less, make more. But in Mm. reality, most of them are lies because I've tried most of them. Right. And what I discovered is that when you start out and you say, okay, I have this idea of the woman I want to become, people go immediately to the dollar. Their first instinct is to say, well, what do I create? okay, you know, I'm going to be a coach or I'm going to create a book or I'm going to create a course or blah, 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 blah. And they're going to solution that makes me money. And what they are seemingly forgetting is that they don't have a platform. Like you're, you can't just show up in the online, you know, interwebs and be like, hi, I have this product. And like everyone and their mother is going to buy it from me and be successful. Like the same with network marketing, these people show up and go, hey, I have this, you know, nutrition shaker, this probiotic to my Facebook group of 100 friends that are truly my friends and family. And I think I'm going to build an empire on those 100 people that I'm acquaintances with like that. You guys like that's backwards. So I challenge you to think about why do you want to become that woman? And what are the passions and the zones of genius that literally you wouldn't be you without them? Like you wake up and go, Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with nutrition. Like I believe so fiercely in like biohacking and probiotics and all of these things. Like I am in the internet, like internet searching for stuff. I'm coming up with macro plans. Like if that's what you're so lit up about, now you ask yourself, who else is lit up about that? And how can I teach them? And how can I pour into these women and start with all the free solutions you can possibly think of? Like come up with a list of like 150 free ideas for this new mission that you have. Okay. We're not going to call it a a business or a passive income business yet. We're going to call it a mission. And by the way, don't quit your job. Okay. (laughs) While you are. Amen. Thank you for saying that. (laughs) (laughs) While you're building this sister friends, you are working. All right. Because that's the sacrifice you're going to make so that you are not panicking, putting your family at risk, creating financial instability for your family, because that is just stupid. Okay. You're going to work while you build the mission in the background. And if this is an hour a day, it's an hour a day. That's okay. But it's going to make you excited and happy because you're out there creating an impact. So you're coming up with these hundred things. Let's say like, you know, why probiotics and how probiotics blend with your macro plan and how to let alone, like whatever it might be. And you have all these cool ideas. Well, now you head out into the world of the online space and you start to pour value out into the market, the people that are like you, the people that 
are going to learn from you and you're doing it for free. So this is so counterintuitive and people are like, but Stephanie, I thought you were going to teach me to build a passive business, right? I'm working for free. Well, yes, you are, because that is how you're A, going to build a business in the long term that is so rock solid sustainable. No one can take something away from you that is yours, right? It is yours. There's zero chance someone walks in and goes, well, Steph, you spent two years building this online brand where you're pouring free value into the market, whether it's through video or YouTube or a podcast or whatever it is, but now I'm going to do it better. No, 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 you're not because everybody loves me. They're, you know, they're resonating with my voice and my story and my specific way of pouring value. And so the smartest thing you can do is work for free for a year or two, create this baller platform where, and even if that's a platform of 2000, like insanely dedicated people, and it took you two years to build it, guess what? You now have this opportunity to monetize in a really big way, in a passive way. So after we've kind of established this brand, I have, first you're establishing the brand. Then I say, okay, client, number two, in the background, now that you've got this flow, create a passive income product. And to me, a passive income product pays me 70% profit margin or more, okay? So this would be an ebook. This would be a workbook. My favorite are courses because... Like they're just faster for me. I'm natural on video. They're so easy to do. My overhead is like so minimal. So you create an online course or a book or something like that and say, hey, marketplace, yo, guess what? You've been learning from me for the past 90 days. I'm so excited. I am launching, you know, the macro micronutrient workbook starter kit. I don't know, right? Like whatever it is, launch the thing. And now you're monetizing your brand at 70% or more profit, and it is passive, but, but that is not, you know, the end goal. The end goal is to continue scaling for free because as you grow the platform, more and more people come to you and say, oh gosh, I have this specific question. I have this, this need. And you're going to start hearing from people over and over again, the same question, the same need. Boom, new course, boom. Like you're not gonna stop the buck there. You're gonna say, I'm hearing from you. I, I feel your pain. I'm hearing this thing over and over again. So let me create a solution for you, but it's a passive solution. And it doesn't mean you don't take clients because that's how I learn my, my avatar and I get to know her. I take certain clients, but then I create a product that will start to solve all those problems. So that's what I believe is the roadmap to creating a scalable brand that's yours that you can monetize and you don't have to wait to monetize it, but you do need to do it in tandem with building for free, if that makes sense. So give me the questions. Like, do you guys have any clarifying questions on kind of, what you know, I what I love about what you're saying that I, you know, yes, like keep working while you're building your hustle on the side, building your mission. And I think I, what I love about what you're talking about is the focus of like the long-term vision, like put, build the platform, build the audience, nurture them, grow the right people. Um, and that really, that what you're talking about is exactly like the shift that we went through. And I want to see so many more women going through because in like going back to the network marketing thing, not to beat a dead horse, but (laughs) there's always that push to like make money now, make a sale now, hit up Mm -hmm. your mother-in-law, these sorts of things. And it's like, you're not really building that bigger vision of the transformation you want to create in the world, right? Like we all have our little corner of the world that it's our response, social responsibility, I believe to clean up and do our work in the world. Like that's your purpose. And you have to have a bigger long-term vision of what that looks like instead of just focusing on yourself. Cause like, and I, and I totally, I'm that's, you know, with love, no judgment, but cause I was there too, but it's, you know, in the beginning, you're like, I'm burnt out. I want to quit my job. I want to make this income right now. Okay. What do I got to do? Who can I sell to? I got to make money now. And, and you've laid it out so beautifully, you know, that's really, it's really needs to be, no, no, no. What is the, what is the problem I was put here on this earth to solve, to help solve what transformation am I creating for people? Cool. Now I've got that piece in place. What does that look like? How, like, what's the vehicle it's going to be and then start building it. And really, I mean, if it is your purpose and your, and your mission in life, who cares if it takes two years? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. okay. Keep Hello. working that, Keep it working should that take, job. It yeah. should take that. Like it yeah. should. If, if anybody is telling you that, you know, in five minutes you can go like 
six figure like run away as fast as possible because <laughs> that is the biggest lie I have ever heard or it, you maybe you'll do it but it's not going to be sustainable yeah, like it's yeah. just not you like trust takes time think about a marriage yeah. you are creating a marriage with with your ideal client and for that person to be loyal and to buy from you over and over again and to trust you and to want your services above all the millions of other people, all the noise on social, but they keep coming back to you. It's not because you showed up overnight. It's because mm-hmm. you kept showing up every week over yeah. and over yeah. and over and they've come to know you and love you and you're almost married to them. They're like, oh, I can cheat on Steph because like she's my girl, right? So <laughs> you're creating that, like think of that long vision of like, I need to marry every, every client or every person I want to attract into my community. They have to trust me at that level. And so that means I have to show up as I would show up in my marriage. Like that's how authentic and deep and vulnerable and transparent you need to be about who you really are. And I want to say something about what you said. I had someone the other day, she voice texted me and she said, I need to make 14 sales to, by tomorrow to rank advance. Like, can you help me? And I just look at, like, okay, I love you, human, if you ever end up hearing this somehow. But it was, it was like, hold on. This is not about them at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not about, oh, I want to help 14 more people feel confident in their skin, or I want to help 14 more people experience the shift in their life by taking this certain product. It was like, I need to make 14 sales so that I can rank advance so that I can make money. And it was like, I, 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 and I, I just felt so bad for this person because I'm like, you, number one, you're not helping anyone by having that perspective Mm -hmm. because you're forcing people to buy. You are not helping your own brand because you look desperate. You look, it looks sleazy. It sounds sleazy to me and I'm not even getting approached by you. Right. Yeah. And so I challenged her. I'm like, hold on. Okay, listen, you can make some sales by tomorrow, but get that number 14 out of your head. Get the rank advancement out of your head. Okay. I want you to go back two years in your files, your tracking, your DMs, your messages. Think about the people that tried your product and they were obsessed with it, had a great result. The people that were really excited to buy it, but maybe they couldn't afford it at the time. The people that were actually interested And I want you to casually pop into their mind, be front of mind, like a couple of their posts, hop over, send them a voice text, like, hey, girl, I was thinking about you. I I remember you were interested in this product a while back. I just wanted to circle back. Like, did you ever think about trying it again? You know, wanted to just see. I'm just checking in. No pressure. And really make it about them. And like her whole perspective changed, I hope. I think (laughs) I think it did because she wrote back. She was like, oh, like all this pressure was relieved from her. Like she was like, oh, I don't need to make 14 sales. Oh, I don't need to like yell at people and make them buy. Like, oh, and it was insane to me because I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, like, why are you being taught to to market this way? Like, why are like, mm-hmm. why did you ever even think you needed to make 14 sales in two days? Because you're going to fail at that goal. 90% sure that's not going to happen. And Secondly, who cares about a rank advancement? Like, is that really why you're in this business for recognition? <laughs> what does, like, really, what does it mean to be like a Ruby director, a diamond it's, director? Yeah, like, you get a prestigious title. It is, a, it's, <laughs> you get a and certificate. Title, like, that doesn't make any sense to anybody that's watching you. I'm yeah, like, yeah. the thing that drives me nuts is people will be like, oh, like, Mary made, you know, triple quadruple diamond star. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, are we a shapes teacher? Like, what are we doing here? I don't get it. I'm not, I don't have any clue what that means. So network marketers with love. Okay. Stop the madness and think about how can you separate this product you love? Okay. And even if you love the business model, that's okay too. But how can you build a brand around your mission on this earth? Like you were created for something insanely awesome. And I don't know what that was. Maybe you're the best teacher ever. Maybe you're the best mama ever. Maybe you are a business coach and you're lit up by working with your clients. Like whatever the thing is that you were born to do, do create that mission first and then see what 
ways you can monetize that fit into that instead of I want to make money. How can I build a brand around this one idea I have to make money? Because that thing may or may not be your call. That thing may just be something your friend introduced you to, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, when you were talking to play on that and what you were talking before about, like, build the platform, nurture the audience, dig into, drill down into what is your niche and your expertise. In doing so, you will figure out first what people actually want. Like that will further inform almost niche down like your purpose in life. And then you get to discover the how along the way. Yes. You don't have to know the how when you're standing on step one, the how you just know, have to know how to get from step one to step two and right. from step two to step three. You don't have to know what step 10 looks like or where it is or what it, you know, you just don't yeah. have to know. You have to no, and detach I just, from that. Exactly. And I just gave yeah. you step one, two and three, right? It's you build, you find the mission and if you need help with that, let me know because that is what I do. I help people uncover their God-led calling. You do that, number one. Number two, you create the brand. Number three, start pouring free value out in the background of how you make money today. That's it. That is all I want you to do for the next three to six months. Like, that is it. That's it. That's all you have to do, right? And then you're going to start hearing from this new community. Question. Ooh, question on this one. Hey, Steph, can you expand? Can you do another episode on that? Oh, my gosh. Or I love this Facebook Live and they start pinging you do you do this? Do you do that? And like all of this confirmation will come in and like all of these downloads and these ideas and you'll go, Oh, like I feel it. I see the new course. I see the ebook. I see the workbook. I see a group coaching opportunity rising, but you can't do that until you start showing up for your mission for free. Mm -hmm. So that's where you start that there you go. You have your first three steps. So no excuses. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I love about what you're saying is you're really exemplifying what it means to go from like an income based mindset to a business mindset. And again, I don't want to like harp on network marketing because we both, well, we all love it. I mean, it serves a purpose, but I think a lot of people that want to be an entrepreneur or want to find a way to have quote unquote passive income and work from home it presents a really great opportunity because it's a duplicatable business model. And it's Mm -hmm. something that, honestly, it's funny, the more we've talked about it over the years, like the last couple of years on our podcast, I mean, to me, it's just, it perpetuates the employee mindset because of what you guys were just, I was like laughing, I'm giggling because of the thunder. I can't (laughs) like keep this on, but I'm like laughing because it's like, oh, the triple star diamond with the, you know, with the wavy (laughs) wings or whatever it is. And that's like, it's like the title that you would get at work. Like you want to become a manager, you want to become a VP. And, you know, we're chasing titles when in reality, it ties back to the beginning of this conversation where I was like, so what do you do again? Because like titles don't really mean anything when you're an entrepreneur. Like you basically are the jack of all trades. And so going from a corporate job, you want to be an entrepreneur. Network marketing is a great way because it's like freedom outside of the office, but yet you're still being fed this sort of employee mindset how right right the how to do it and then what you're saying which is what actually we did and you've I don't know why I've never really noticed it this before but like I mean we spent a year doing a free podcast and that was it like we didn't even have a business it was just like let's go show up and empower women see what happens right amazing right like look at the fruits of a servant heart exactly what what comes what flows you will never be disappointed when you serve others ever, yes. like the, it will always come full circle. The yeah. income will always show back up. The miracles will just start to compound and you're like, whoa, Yeah, I had no idea that giving more brought more in and created happiness and a fuller heart and this huge impact. I'm so excited that you guys accidentally followed my model. Like that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. And then yeah. people ask us how we made six figures so quick. And that's really it because we were listening yes. to our audience and we were responding to what they were asking for. So I'm curious then, cause this is something that we have heard from a lot of our students and our listeners. It's, um, we call it the multi-passionate creative syndrome. Um, <laughs> so you have all these ideas. So how do you, how, what do you say to a woman who has this idea? She wants to be an entrepreneur. She wants to create this passive income. She wants to do all the things, but she gets mm-hmm. stuck on all the things. Like there's so mm-hmm. much resistance to lean into one of them. Yeah. What do you say to her? Because I feel like that keeps a lot of women from starting down this entrepreneurial path. Okay. So first of all, 
you've got to take messy action somewhere, okay? And it's always going to be messy. Like, please go and watch my YouTube channel from three years ago. Please, you guys. Like, laugh hysterically and then come back to me. But the point is, I didn't know the what or the how. So it was trying. It was trial and error. And I think to start somewhere doesn't have to be the end result. So give yourself grace and go, maybe I launch the YouTube channel. Try something, give it at least six months. I try to make people do something for one year before they, okay, that wasn't it. Um, Or you can repurpose in a few different areas. But I tried that and it was fine, but it wasn't lighting me up, right? So you try something and then reevaluate it in six months. Am I obsessed with this? Am I like, am I, don't think about, well, are the numbers there? Like, are all my, am I subscribing like a bajillion? I'm not as big as her, so I guess I should quit. No, it's, are you like lit up, excited? Like ideas are flowing to you. You're pumped about this new mission. That's the first thing. Cause if you're not excited about it, there's no way you're going to make it through the hardcore, let's say half a decade. It might take you to scale to seven figures in that thing that you're doing the hard, the down, the rough, like all of that. You have to love it. You have to be obsessed with it. So that's first. The second thing is instead of looking at yourself, I have all the ideas. And this is hard for me because I'm, I'm totally this person, you guys. I'm like, ooh, I'm creating this with God She Rises journal. And then I'm also wanting to start a second podcast. I'm like, I have all these ideas. I have to go back to the root of what I call her Lola. She's Lola for me. I have a picture of her. I know her so well. I know her three kids' names. Like my avatar is so clear in my mind. I'm like, what does Lola need the most right now? What does Lola need just to get moving? Like without this thing, Lola's stuck and I have the answer for her. This isn't about what Stephanie wants next, right? My next creative project, it's about what is Lola begging me for? And start there, start there. It's always about serving your market at your highest capacity before you move on to the next passion project for you. You have to help Lola grow because without Lola, you don't have a business. Without Lola, you know, you're never going to make a passive income business become a reality for you. And you're not going to feel the happiness that you're going to feel when Lola calls you up crying, when she sends you the DM, like literally this thing that you did for me or this course I finally purchased from you or this thing, like it changed my life. And you're sitting there with tears in your eyes, like, holy smokes, like I did that. Like that was my impact on someone. So start there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. I absolutely love that. This has been such a power packed conversation. We I adore know. you. I you're a firecracker. <laughs> I love Thank it. Thank you guys. I am. I'm hard to control. <laughs> well, so I have one more I have one more question for you. So I have I have one more question for you. Um before we ask our favorite question of all our guests. But um so one of the things that you talked about earlier and we had Crystal Honeycutt on our podcast a while ago. She does social media and she was telling us a story about how when she embraced her full authenticity and started talking about her spirituality, she lost a bunch of followers overnight. So I'm Mm -hmm. curious because we live in this social media world where everyone is like putting stuff out there. um, I know that you said you're truly living your authentic self now, which I absolutely love and adore, but I'm just curious, like what was that process like for you to really strip back and, and start Mm -hmm. speaking your truth? Because we see lots of women getting stuck in this idea like I have to do it one way because that's what people respond to. And like, you know how the algorithm changes every other day. I mean, right now everyone's like, I'm not getting enough DMs. Nobody's interacting. And we're like, okay, that's part of, you have to go back to you. So I'm just curious what your experience was like there. Oh my gosh. This was such a struggle for me because again, I kept getting lost in what do what is other, what are other people doing that are already successful in this space? And, you know, I would see the, the curated picture, but then with the little authentic caption with it, and I'm like, oh, that's what I have to be. I have to have the certain layout on Instagram and curated pictures and curl my hair. And, and then I'll do like a meme because that's what you do on Instagram and like, right. And I'm showing up and I'm trying to teach content, but I'm like, guys, here are the three steps to creating a brand because that's what I saw everywhere. And I thought that that's what I had to do to be what everyone else had become. And I sat down across from this friend of mine, gosh, it was about a year ago. Like this, this is fairly new for me that I'm like just hot mess me in all my glory. And she basically was like your Instagram. And actually I started to get this feedback from more than one person. They're like, your Instagram is nothing like who you are gosh, it's like so fancy. And like, Stephanie is just this like 
you're this audacious person. And I, when I think of you, I think of like a splash of paint across the wall. Like you're bright and you're like in your face and I'm having coffee with my best friend. That's who you are. And like, I don't get that from your social. And like, thank God for her that she can have these like really candid conversations with me and that I've learned to take constructive criticism as like the biggest blessing ever. Because I said, oh my gosh, you are right, girl. Like what is happening here? So I went and I started to look at my branding and I started, and I, and again, even the title was like passive income strategist, like all these fancy, fancy schmancy stuff. And she's like, and I don't even know what you do. And so I went to, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be me. Like, I'm going to start showing up on stories with my mom bun that never gets let loose, like talking from my car with my kids in the background. I'm just going to go live as I am. I'm going to talk like my pimples here with us today, like welcome Nancy to the show, right? Like my, my eyebrows are insane and <laughs> like just claim it because I figured the woman listening, she is like literally just like me and she's tired of the curated pictures. Like she's over it. She's tired of everyone pretending that you have to be perfect to have an online business. Like actually it's the contrary. You can literally be however you want to be. You can work your life in your PJs and still be very financially successful and still have passive products and all, and still be really smart. I also was afraid if I showed who I am, which is like this kind of sarcastic, quirky, like the, the humor side that people would take me less seriously. Oh, they're going to, you know, Stephanie's not smart enough to have this, you know, online marketing course, or I don't want to buy this thing from her because she's too like, she's too funny. I don't know. It was like this fear. Anyway, it was that conversation that changed it all. And I decided to just start showing up as me. And when I decided, I like drew the line in the sand and I was like, there's no going back. And it all started with, I actually removed my breast implants that I had had for 13 years. And the hardest moment for me was coming out about that. But it was like a challenge in this new year. My, my word was going to be truth and authentic. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to be that, I have to talk about this. And I have to stop being afraid of really being vulnerable. So I put it out there and it was like freaking terrifying for me. This was like, you know, back in, in November or something like that. And I came out about it and it was confirmation, like flooded DMs flooded with comments everywhere. And people are like, oh my gosh, like just the fact that you're talking about loving yourself as you are and like what you went through and why you got these implants for all the wrong reasons. And, and just speaking about, you know, this fear that you had to share it. And that was the moment that I knew I'm like, okay, if people are receiving something that personal about me in such a positive way, why am I hiding all the other crap? That's so like not a big deal. So I just shed it all. And I let it all like literally all hang out every single thing about me. When I have a hard moment, when my kid poops on the floor, like all of it. And that's when people started to engage with me. That's when the reviews started coming in. Like Stephanie is the most real person. It's like you're sitting across from your best friend. And to me, that is the best compliment I can ever receive because I never want someone to look at me and say, I could never be her. I can never do what she does. I can never look that good all the time. I can never have that Instagram feed. I want them to look at me and say, holy smokes, like I can grow multi six figure businesses because Steph can. Because she's like my best friend. Like, you know, she's not better than me. There's nothing she did that makes her smarter than me. Or she just showed up with grit for seven years. Like she just kept going when everything felt like it was crumbling. When there was no money left in the bank account, she just stood up and said, let's try again, right? Like, I'm not afraid of failing. I'm afraid of not failing. And so I think that's what I wanted to create. And when I did that, I could just feel the shift, you know, and I felt my community shift as well. Mm, I love that. I'm afraid of not failing. I'm the same way as you. I think it's so important. <laughs> you gotta yeah. fail. Like, how are you ever going to be your best you? If you say, I played it safe my whole life. I stayed in my comfort zone. I was afraid of what Bobby was going to say. Like, screw Bobby. Yeah. He doesn't live your life. Like, you're not living your life for what Bobby thinks of you. You're yeah. going to look back in 20 years and go, dang, I'm so proud of myself. I tried all these things. Some of them worked, some of them didn't work, but look at how well-rounded I am, how much growth I've had. You're going to be so proud of yourself when you just do the thing. Totally. Damn. Okay. Well, that closed that off really nicely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last and final question for the podcast. Uh, what does the word luscious mean to you? Oh, luscious. You know, 
I think luscious means being at your highest capacity, right? To luscious to me are like the dream life. It's like the best of the best. It's having the things that you were afraid to say you wanted. It's like that eight course dinner I just had the other day. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know anyone else that would be into this, but like, I want to get dressed up like once every six months and like dust off my wedges from 2015 and like go have (laughs) an eight course meal. Like that is freaking luscious. (laughs) Oh my God. I love it. That's fantastic. Oh my gosh. Well, that's see. And that's what luscious is. Luscious is the divine feminine. Like that's divine. And when you, yeah, mix it with the hustle, then you've got the divine masculine. And I love that. I love the wedges. I used to have wedges, man. I do. I, I have a pair from 2015. Good, like four inch wedges, man. I think they even go back to earlier than that. Oh my God. Yeah, right? Um, and they're like sparkly. They're like the, and the only reason you guys is they're just so comfortable. And I'm just such a mom. I'm like, if I'm going to wear any type of height, it's got to be a wedge. Cause like, I'm just not into like, I can't fake it till I make it. And then Vegas heels anymore, girls. So like these wedges are so comfy and they're sparkly and I'm just going to do this. I'm going to wear them every time for like until they break. <laughs> hey, the Duchess of Cambridge, she's the princess. She's going to be the future queen of England. She still wears her wedges. So I feel like that is fair game. Yeah. As long as they're exactly. comfy. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. I'm going to bring them back. Yeah. So this has been an amazing conversation and thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and your insights with our audience today. How can our ladies find you? Where can they connect with you on the internet, Instagram, all the places? Yes. Hello. Come join me, ladies. Come say hi on the gram. It's at Stephanie Gass. Drop into the DMs. Tell us what you loved about this episode. Share it on your Instagram stories so that we can share you in our stories And then my website, stephaniegass.com. I have a podcast, The Mompreneur Mastermind Show. It's faith-based business, mindset, mentorship, passive income strategies, all the things. Incredible. Amazing. Thank you so much. It's been fantastic. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I hope you loved that conversation as much as I liked having it. I think sometimes when you can just get into the nitty gritty and really peel back the layers of why something may not be being built in the right way or how we can grow something that is authentic to who we truly are and we remove all of the earthly stuff behind it. Like what does society tell us we have to do? What does the company tell us we have to do? How are they making us show up and sell? And start instead listening to our heart and souls and really embodying the word authenticity. So that's what I just truly hope that you pulled from this episode that You can grow a brand around who you are and what God is calling you to be and still monetize with products, services, and stuff that you love. That's how you grow and scale a residual, long-term sustainable biz, girl. All right, I leave you now with an abundance prayer. I cover you in light. I cover you in love. I cover you in so much strength. I hope that God wraps you up and bundles you up in so much courage as you go out, you head forth, and you conquer those dreams. Take the steps that you need to take. Fail forward if necessary, and that you continue on your mission to your best life ever. As always, love and light, Steph.